0: So, without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Juice Bar Experts podcast. Today, we are talking about online juice delivery businesses, pros and cons, what my thoughts are, and more. So, if you're listening to this, I would imagine that you are in a place where you have not opened your juice bar yet or maybe you have a juice delivery business or maybe you're thinking about it and you just want to get my take and insight on everything as it relates to this business model. Now I want to preface this by saying that I always like to point out that there are so many ways that people in the juice business are succeeding. There are many companies that are For example, succeeding with storefronts, succeeding with uh, wholesale businesses, succeeding with juice trucks. And when I say success, uh, succeed, I I mean that they are profitable and sustainable and and potentially have the capacity to grow. Um, Now, that being said as well, there are different um, startup needs and implications to every single business model. And today we're going to be focusing on Discussing the online juice delivery business model. Now, there are a number of benefits that may be obvious, but I will just uh, mention them so that that's all clear for all of us. The first one being that it's quite inexpensive to start an online juice delivery business, right? It requires some... You know, menu development obviously, you need equipment. You need to have a commercial kitchen that you can uh, serve your product from, or you need to have a health department approved kitchen that may be even also in your house. And maybe you modify your garage um, to support your business. But you need a, a facility to process your product, and then you need to market your product, packaging, so on and so forth. So, generally speaking, it's exponentially cheaper. To launch this kind of business, which can be seen as a benefit and monetarily it definitely is a benefit. I'm going to talk about the flip side to this later on in the episode, so you're definitely going to want to stay tuned to that, but it's kind of a paradox in some ways. But this is one of the major reasons that people uh, like this kind of business and move towards this kind of business. Another um, perceived benefit of this style of business is that you can be a bit more mobile, right? because your your business is online, and so you're going to travel around and and deliver your product to your customer. and so um, that can be seen as as uh, a positive it's It's not a very unique um, benefit. I mean, I think with let's say a juice truck. Or even a storefront wherever you're making product you can always use you know third-party delivery apps to deliver your product so it's not very unique but I think it's one of the core components of this model because it's how you have to meet your customers people can't come to you so you sort of are forced to interact with them this way and then uh, lastly sometimes there is the perceived benefit which can be a benefit but uh, and I'll elaborate, but uh, in having an operation that is a little bit less um, people-heavy, so you don't have as many staff members generally, and sometimes it can be true that managing more people can be difficult, um, but also there's a paradox to this, like many things, that when you have less people on your staff, you have less people to delegate to, and then this can, in turn, make your business more um, of a challenge because you will be forced to take on many roles that you may or may not Enjoy, but by sheer necess- necessity of the business, you won't be able to avoid those things. And so I've found personally in my own experience as my businesses have gotten larger things have gotten easier for me uh, and, I, and I say that that way because uh Things are more or less difficult for you depending on the kind of person you are, right? So if you prefer uh, physical things, you know, you want to lift up boxes and you want to make juice and that's easy for you emotionally and physically, then that might be a better model. Um, For me, I much prefer to manage people and delegate than to do that kind of work. And that's just my personality. And so I find that having larger businesses with uh, more people Is easier for me because it allows me to position myself in a way that is focused on my zone of genius it allows me to grow businesses which is always exciting and inspiring for me and so that can be seen as a paradox when you think about the idea of having a smaller business now if you're not used to managing people and that's sort of an unfamiliar territory I can see how in stage one that might feel um, approachable And that is another element of this kind of business. Oftentimes people get into online juice delivery businesses because it seems very approachable. Now we're gonna talk about some of the, uh, you know, I can call them downsides, which is related to the statement I just made and the initial statement that there's really a low barrier to entry, okay? So if it's easy for you, it's easy for other people. And what does that do in an environment is it creates a lot of competition. And so there may or may not be competition in the environment that you're in now, but starting a storefront is not something that everybody can do. And there's also, because you are a storefront and you have a physical location, it oftentimes discourages other people from opening up close to you. Whereas when you have an online delivery business, you know if it only takes $10,000 and a little bit of time and inspiration to do it, now it becomes kind of a race to the bottom it it becomes very difficult uh, to thrive in this kind of environment financially so that's that's one of the challenges is that it's easy to get into which means it's easier for other people and that can breed competition and it might happen in the short term or it might happen um, sooner but eventually it usually does happen because of how easy it is to get started the other challenge that a lot of people don't think about is customer feedback so and, and I'll call it customer feedback and product iteration. Because when you are giving your product to people in a storefront, for example, because you have them there in your store, you can change the product if they're not happy with it. Now, if you're delivering a product, most of the time what happens is that one, even if they're not happy with it, you can't change it at that moment. I mean, you could go back and deliver them a new product, but that's highly inconvenient. But the truth is, is most likely they don't even tell you that they don't like the product. They just don't order from you again and that's a lost customer but more importantly that's lost insight because getting feedback on how you can modify and perfect your product is so important to any business and having your pulse on the community on what people like and don't like is so important for your own evolution to support your success so that's a downside and something that you can't really um you can still do it you can get feedback but it's takes a lot of effort to do that well when it comes to an online juice delivery business. Now, another thing that an online juice delivery business can't facilitate is community, right? I often say in a lot of the content that I create is that people are obviously biological, meaning we have to feed our bodies, and that's a large part of why we eat or consume beverages, but we also are social creatures. We like to connect with other people and when you have a juice bar storefront you can facilitate people meeting um, one another you know starbucks it's kind of an interesting thing if you you guys aren't uh, familiar but you know coffee's been around for a while but one of uh, you know two things that made starbucks somewhat of an innovative company is they broke through the threshold of coffee just being you know black coffee they kind of turned coffee into an artisan product which came from you know more of the italian culture which is why you know there's all these italian um terminologies with the actual products but they also realized that there was no they kind of called their business the business the third space so it wasn't work and it wasn't home because starbucks became a meeting place for people and you guys always know if you have small meetings hey meet me at starbucks because they wanted to cultivate that they encourage people doing that and so for a juice bar that has seating you can encourage people to come into your business because that is going to um, obviously drive more sales when people feel like they can come and, and, and meet and make friends and build community, which is also a big part of the culture of, of the juice world in itself is, you know, we, we learn through connect, connecting with one another. And so that's another thing that you can't facilitate with an online juice delivery business. So I also want to kind of pause for a second and say that in all of this, It's not to say that you should or should not do it, right? It's really up to you. I think my role in all of this is to share with you my insights and my experience. And so you guys can at least make an informed decision and you know what you're getting into because I don't want anyone to get into anything. And that might be a storefront or otherwise if they don't have an understanding of what the implications might be. And because starting a storefront isn't easy, it requires a lot of capital. It can take a long time. Right? So another benefit of starting an online juice delivery business is generally speaking, you might be able to do it in one-fourth of the time that it would take to open a storefront. There's less red tape, less licensing. There's all kinds of things that could be beneficial. But um, on the other side, you might be competing with people who have storefronts, and they might have more brand presence. And so this is another challenge that people who have online juice delivery businesses have to overcome because a storefront can still deliver to someone's house And oftentimes, they're able to do it with much more flexibility, whereas most of the time when I see people have online juice delivery businesses, they have all these restrictions, right? Like you have to become a part of a subscription program or you have to order your juice three days in advance and all these things that consumers just truthfully don't want to do if they have other options. Convenience is king. Convenience will trump almost anything. I will go to a place that is convenient even if I don't love the product because time is the most essential commodity, or I should say resource, right? So you have to be aware of that if you're considering going down this um, this pathway. And the last thing that I want to say about it is you have to have a realistic uh, financial expectation when it comes to your cash flow. And what I mean by that is sometimes... People come into this sector believing that they are going to make enough money to open a storefront in a short period of time. And I mean, you know, two years, three years. And that could be the case, but more likely than not, you'll have to make a lot of money um, relative to most online juice delivery businesses. Now, it's not to say that there aren't companies that are doing it. There definitely are, but they are, you know, one percentile companies. These are companies that are generally also um, heavily funded They're not companies that start for $10,000, $20,000, $30,000. These are companies that launch in the hundreds of thousands. So that becomes something else. You have to do the math, work your way backwards and say, okay, well, based on the industry standard profit margin, how many juices do I need to sell a day in order to get to my goal of having $200,000 to open a storefront? If you do that, you might find out it could take you five to 10 years, which may shift your perspective on raising capital and what the purpose of starting online actually is. Okay, so once again, not saying don't do it, but be aware of what your goals are, because your goals might be, hey, I want to have some experience. I want to expand my customer base. I want to get to know the industry and take it slow and learn about if this is something I want to continue to pursue. You know, there's all there's valuable reasons for doing it. But generally speaking, um, I think it people think easy is good but I tend to think that there is always a matrix and this is always a good thing to run yourself through when it comes to anything, right? Making decisions about anything in life. And it is that there are decisions that are easy but don't provide a lot of results, so they have very little impact. There are decisions that are difficult that provide a lot of impact. There are decisions that are difficult that don't provide impact. And there are decisions that are easy that provide a lot of impact. So there's a matrix of, Of things being difficult and the impact that they create it's not always to say that something is easy is good because it might not be impactful and that something is difficult is bad because it might be very impactful so you have to look at your goals and what the impact is that you want to make and think about how much effort you would like to make towards that endeavor and it's always it's not always easy to assess the reality of those things which is obviously why we're here and you can reach out to me personally at andrew at startedjuicebar.com if you want help with your business development or you just have questions and you know, I'll do my best to answer them for you. Um, so the last thing that I want to say is that oftentimes with online juice delivery businesses as well, people don't realize that your entire business is going to hang on, the uh, your success is going to be related to how good you are at marketing and most people, at best, are average, and, and that's probably a generous statement. Most people are not really, really great at marketing, and that's because most people haven't spent their entire lives marketing, right? Like I would say for myself, and I consider myself to be a decent entrepreneur in the sense that I've been successful in you know everything that I've done and and uh, yeah, doing well. But I don't, and I'm good at marketing. And with that, we still have people on our team that are better at marketing because that's the point is, you know, being a great entrepreneur isn't always about being the best person at everything. It's about resourcefulness, how you leverage other people's skills and talents. Obviously, this is why why we help a lot of people as well. But I think just, um, pragmatically speaking, and I don't, I don't say this to, to diminish anyone's talent or skill. I think it's just important that we have a sober view of reality. When we're business owners, there's no room to, to placate one another. And most people think that they're a lot better at marketing than they are. And so what happens is they get really excited and they, you know, go into a commercial kitchen. They've got their juicer. They've, you know, got their produce. They've got their bottles. They're like, yeah, I'm in business. I got a website up and the branding's, you know, kind of passable. Um, And then they get into a situation where they're posting on Instagram and yeah, they get some sales through word of mouth and, but they don't realize how, how, like how good you actually have to be in order to be very successful in this arena, considering that you're kind of climbing uphill, considering all the other factors that I mentioned before, in terms of who you might be competing with, considering their brand awareness um, and trust and just exposure and, and also how much money it might cost you to get new customers and maintain those customers. And so if these aren't things that you're thinking about or have plans for, I would highly suggest you think about them and make plans for them because there are, they are barriers that you can overcome if you approach them intelligently. So like I said before, if you guys do feel like you do want to start an online juice delivery business, I'm happy to discuss how we can help you reach out to me at Andrew at start or at least help you get clear. If you decide you want to go with another model, whether it's a storefront or a, uh, a truck or something else, I hope this was informative and helpful for you all. And as you know, my intention is never to burst anyone's bubble, but I feel like I have to you know, share my experience and perspective honestly so that you guys cannot just have a business for the sake of having a business because I often say that anybody can start a business, but very few people have very successful businesses and it's important that you approach it in the right way not just for yourself, because I want you to be successful, but I want your communities to be healthy and you guys have to have successful juice businesses in order for that to take place. So that's what we're here for. Until next time, this is Andrew McFarlane with starterjuicebar.com and the Juice Bar Experts Podcast. See you soon.